What up, fellas? It's your boy Smiles. Just letting y'all know it's another dope episode. Can't wait to hear what y'all got for episode three. I'm out here, Dallas, Texas. What up? Friday, March 22nd, and we have had a busy motherfucking week. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Tito's, of course. Vodka handmade. And we just found out she's gluten-free. Gluten-free. Today, you know, it's just me and my, my partner, Schmitty Smith, right Hello, here. Hello, everybody. Hello. How you doing? We, You know, we always start this podcast off talking about entrepreneurship and the tough shit that happened along the way. We played Devastated by Joey Badass. I don't own the rights to that music. Not at all. You got to put that shit up there first because you know motherfuckers trying to sue people these days. Right. Shout Uh, out to Joey. Shout out to Joey. The reason we're playing that song today because this week has been rough. We're getting ready for a Black Business Summit tomorrow, which my man Smitty Smith is what? The head videographer for the event. I will be recording everything. Uh, getting in front of a lot of business people that's around the city. Uh, I'm truly honored and grateful for this opportunity. And I want to shout out Black Business Orlando because it's much appreciated. And I thank y'all for this opportunity and y'all won't regret it. And I'm building for a long-term relationship because I know we're going to keep this event going for many years to come. So basically what I'm trying to tell y'all, is he, what he tried to tell y'all, he's the head nigga in charge. That's pretty much what's going on. <laughs> and then we've been working so hard this week, we really haven't had time to sit down and, you know, we usually uh, hold a weekly meeting. We've been so busy, we had to push the meeting. We better have a meeting right on the podcast. What well, fuck it. We're going to do it right here on the podcast and go over everything. So right. uh, we gotta introduce ourselves. Let's not forget that. Uh, I, I know, I know. Right. I, I introduce sure. you, Smitty Smith. My, yes. You know, this is the one and only massage guy out here. You look for me. Uh, licensed massage therapist in the area. Do personal training, boot camps, everything. It's a lot coming. You know, this year, 2019 is gonna be great. We on episode three, and a lot of shit that happened this week. Yes, we sir. only gonna go over a little bit of it. We ain't got time for all that. Yes. Yeah, so but I'm gonna let Smitty Smith get this shit rocking and rolling. All right, so we gonna go ahead uh, see what's on the docket, and what's on the docket is we talking about uh, entrepreneurship, and uh, this week in the entrepreneurship uh, category, we are going to talk about how to deal with clients and how to uh, speak to them. And I'm going to base it off of my testimony. And uh, the massage guy is going to give his testimony on some clients that were good, bad, and ugly. So for people that are uh, looking to go solo 
and leave their job and think this lifestyle is all glorious. I could tell you some backstories that I've had in my short entrepreneurship career that sometimes it ain't that glorious. But once you get that that one deal that'll take you over, it's all good after that. Adversity so, is real. That's real. Yes, sir. It comes with the pro process. Comes with the process. So yeah. So um. So this week, I uh had a couple couple clients that I've ran into, or potential clients and whatnot. Uh, first, it started off with I went to a client's uh, birthday party and whatnot. Uh, she had a birthday party at uh, a black establishment here in Orlando, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, uh, come to my uh, birthday party, uh, and uh, you gonna meet." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we still here. All right, we back. We back. My bad. Yeah, my sorry bad. About that. We had you know, a little brief I told y'all this week been busy. I've been I've been in meetings all damn week. So. So yeah. So I, uh, we had a client that uh, invited us down to um, a place we're having for a birthday, and she was like, "Hey, um, I want you guys to meet uh, some people that's gonna be supporting me on my mission, what I'm trying to do." X, Y, Z, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, we we good." So I got down there, and uh, before I even went to the meeting or the birthday party, I already researched this guy because she told me um, a little bit about him. So Google is your friend, just to let you know. So I researched him, found a whole bunch of information about him before I even knew who he was. So, uh, and he's, he's doing a lot in the city, a lot of stuff in the city. He's a black guy doing a lot in the city on um, the real estate uh, aspect of it, and I went up to him. When I introduced myself to him, I was just like, yeah, man, I know exactly who you are. You're doing a lot of big things here, and I acknowledge that, and I see you, uh, brother. And it wasn't any no, no sales type of thing. It was just acknowledging that another brother actually doing it in the city um, that's actually getting property, flipping it, starting a business with their putting his own people on and stuff like that, uh, buying acres of land and building on top of it. And I, like I said, I applaud that brother and whatnot. It was a, it was a nice little bond that we had for that period of time uh, when we talked. And you know, not not the sales or anything like that. Just building that relationship. And then I told him that we, our paths are going to cross later on. Um, just putting that uh, forefront and um, just foreshadowing what's going to happen. Because like I said, he's on my radar. For somebody I definitely want to work with, and I definitely um, told him that as well too. Um, so yeah, so that's uh that's one, and then I had another uh client who has just been a pain in the butt, you know, couldn't give me feedback. It happens. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't give me feedback on the work that I gave him. Um, it is it's just I'm constantly in contact with him. He's getting back with me late, not giving me a reason why, and it's just frustrating because I'm trying to get that that project off my plate. So I can put, so I can go ahead and get these other potential clients into clients and start working on their stuff and focusing on them. So it's just been, that's been my type of week right now. So what about yourself? How about, how about you in the uh, massage and uh, workout world? How's that going? In real life, man, this week has been going crazy because Monday and Tuesday, I've been doing, I, I had plans to do all this stuff. I had a few cancellations, and as an entrepreneur in the service industry, you get cancellations. Yes. It happens. You either got to change your policy, 
or you because of the way I, I'm set up at the moment, I understand what everybody's going through because I deal with a lot of different. I deal with entrepreneurs a lot. Mm-hmm. That's that's what my business consists of, or people who have those jobs where they're head of the company. So sometimes they get pulled into a meeting. So I missed a few massages this week, but that's okay. I got my webs. I got a few websites done. I got them uh, back up running. I got my shirt for the uh, Back to the Muscle Boot Camp in, in the works. Uh, we gonna have tank. We coming out with a whole clothing line that I'm working on. Um, we doing uh, the rest of the week starting Wednesday. I was just hands on all day running, figuring out. I'm doing uh, workouts for people. It's just been a crazy week, like no time in the day type of mm-hmm. week. Um, but I make um, somehow I make it work. Right. Somehow, even if I don't, if I, even if I don't feel like I made it work a hundred percent, at least at ninety five. Right. Still got an A, a for effort. There you, know? you go. You know, but you know, we're gonna talk about the effort stuff because that's either you do it or you don't. That's one of those things, especially entrepreneurship. You gotta just do right. it. Right. So yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's see. Well, so you say you do the the workout thing for the people that's listening. The workout. Um, how, how, what do you do for those people when it comes to the workout? And how far do you go? Do you do like nutrition? Do you do the body fat check? You do the workouts? Well, what, so, how far do you go with that? So, on my end, I am the workout guy. I, I, I give you a plan uh, for 30 to 60 days that you can use three days a week. You know, and then I tell you what to do on your off days because in fitness, it's really, it really is an off day. Mm-hmm. No off day switch. Right. You either doing it when you're active, or you doing it where you you semi not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You semi doing something, but you really feel like it's act. It's called an active rest day. Mm-hmm. So I write workouts all day, and I used to do them for free, but now I realize until I start charging people, they won't do it. Right. <laughs> so right. and that and that's a, that's one of the things you learn in business. Like you can have be because I'm passionate about fitness, you know. After my accident, I got I got off of it, but I'm back now. So mm-hmm. you know that's why we got this uh, whole brand now back to the muscle because it's time to get back to where I was, to better than what I was. And so we're trying to work out and get this thing rolling. Right. So uh, you know with that whole situation with my accident, I went through a lot, depression, all that stuff, and I so I can relate to relate more to my clients when they talk about how hard it is to get back started after an injury. Because I deal with a lot of clients who've gone through injuries, been to accidents, going through rehab, all that chiropractic work, all that stuff coincides with what I'm trying to do. Um, so I, I take my, each one of my clients, I take by hand and we walk through each step. Like, I don't do all of it. I always outsource. Mm-hmm. But I outsource other entrepreneur, entrepreneurs trying to get it done, you know. So have somebody for meal prep. Have mm-hmm. a nutritionist that I can go seek and you can sit down with. Mm-hmm. All this stuff that can be accomplished, you just got to be willing to, excuse me, if I'm willing to put in the work to find these people for you mm-hmm. as a client, as, 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 the, as, the, as, as one of my clients, if I'm going to do all this work for you, I just need you to listen. Right. You know, and, and, you, and it's hard for people to listen to you because, you know, the more I don't have all the letters by my name, so everybody. Not at all. So Not at all. my my name is long enough. I don't need to add any more letters behind yes, my is. name. 
It's long as hell. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> especially when you sell Jose with an HO. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know that, that's happened. I'm in Florida, so this shit's crazy. Yeah. But uh, that's part of business. Part of business is dealing with dealing with clients. Yeah. And you have to be able to calm yourself, not to take everything personal. Like I used to take everything personal when my when I, as a personal trainer, I used to be like, if you don't succeed. We gotta figure out why, and I'll take the blame. Right. Cause I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to figure out every reason why you're not seeing the results you're seeing. Now I, I want to go talk to somebody. I'm like, no, you can't take all the blame. Right. Cause, cause just like you said, your clients get back to you late. Mm-hmm. My clients are making some shit, and we're like, well, I did part of what you said, right? But I still feel like I should get the same results. Yeah. Well, since you're smarter than me. Then, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you spotted me in the profession you paying me to do, then how about you do it on your own? That's just and how. I, and that, then that's that, where they get the egg face. On. That's when they get the the, egg the egg face Why on. you gotta be asshole type genre? I'm like, right. eh, I'm not giving up on you. I'm just so not. Saying, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you the plan if you don't follow it. Yeah. It's on you. But I'm gonna come back and ask you again. Cause I'm not. I never give up on clients. So that was that's this this week was one of the toughest weeks because I have a client, I have a couple of clients who hard headed. Mm. I got a future client who's hard headed. Mm. So now I just got now I'm just showing up at people's houses. Mm. So next week, this week this week is already done because right. I have the weekend is booked. Mm-hmm. Monday I'm back on the grind and I'm just popping up at people's houses like hey. It's time to get to work. Yeah. So I need because certain clients you just need that for, and I'm that yes, guy. Yes, you do. I, 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 and I, I took this role on purpose because I know I can just pop. I'm gonna pop up at your house and just say, "Hey, you ready?" Yeah, <laughs> that's the type right. of person I am. Right, that's so, that accountability partner. Accountability partner. And I'm gonna I'm be that partner. Accountability, yeah. accountability partner until you figure out somebody else that you right <laughs> in your circle. That yeah, you and I with. think that's a good point because I think a lot of people do need that accountability partner. Uh, to keep them on track, to let them know what's really going on and whatnot, to keep them be like, hey, you told me that you were going to do this by Friday. Why hasn't it been done? Or just keep reminding them every day to keep going forward. Keep doing this. Keep doing your thing. Even when those doubts creep up in your head, even those, those uh, hey, let me turn back and go back to wherever I want, what, what I once was doing that was easier uh, to get back in my comfort zone, um, that accountability partner is very uh, powerful, very powerful. And I just had, I just, I had a um, uh, a client of mine uh, that put me on that I'm still working with and still trying to build a relationship with. We just had a conversation this morning, and I told her that sometimes you got to check on your strong friends right. because those are the type of friends that probably need the most help. But on the outside, they show that they're so strong for their crew because they're so loyal for their crew. You got to check on your strong friends. And she is one of those strong friends. She has those attributes as a strong friend. And uh, I was talking to her today because I was going to make it more of a business meeting. But the way that the conversation turned, it was more so, hey, let me find out what's wrong with the person and whatnot and see if she just need to let off some weight from everything that she's been going through at her organization just to give just to be that release valve 
Right. Because she is the strong friend. She is the one that will run around with whatever you need. She'll be there if she messes with you. But if you cross her, she'll cut you off in the heartbeat. Heartbeat. In the heartbeat. Cold. So, so cold-blooded. 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 So, right. yeah, man, check, check on your strong friends. Um, have that accountability partner. Um, and, you know, just make sure you listen, man. Because uh, you definitely got to... Um, follow before you can lead as a person in general when you just not in entrepreneurship just as a person to grow and to uh get to that next level so i definitely definitely encourage that another thing that i want to talk about is um still dealing with the entrepreneurial piece is um be confident in what you do mm-hmm. you know because i would because you know last night you know we were part of a couple organizations Last night we sat at a table, uh, me and Smitty, we sat at a table with like IT gurus, doctors, philosophers, psychologists, all these people going, trickling back to what we were talking about, uh, about how it's just so many people out here doing positive things. I was like, dang, yeah. they really, they really out here doing this stuff. This is so we, I never like, I'm, I'm not. I don't bad mouth jobs. I bad mouth being unhappy. Yeah. Cause you know I, I make you know this third episode, so you know I get the feedback, and they be like, "Why are you bad mouthing jobs?" I'm not bad mouthing the job. I'm all. just bad mouthing you just being unhappy every day and dying young. So, but right. but it's some of these people out here. They're so intelligent. They doing yeah. big things. Like it's a, a lot. lot of That's doing lot. big things. And I'm sitting at the table like, damn, they doing that. Right. They doing that. Shit, I was like, you know, I'm just a massage therapist. That's it. That worked for myself. But, but I, I said it quaint, but then I was like, that worked for myself. So yeah. as soon as I threw that entrepreneur, entrepreneurship uh, factor in, it was like, oh, damn. That should take a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? I was like, y'all got important jobs, too. Was like, no. And then everybody was like, you know what? That's a big step because, you know, going to be a lot of people who say you should have kept a job that, you, that was, like, paying you, all, paying you all this money. But yeah. The last job I had paying me all this money, I had high blood pressure. I'm 32. There's no reason we have high blood pressure. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it's genetics, as they say. No, nah, it wasn't genetic. <laughs> I was dying slowly. You were dying slowly? Dealing with Florida traffic and my job at the same damn time. And shit was killing me. Mm. But it's something. And you know, everybody, but, but these people around me, uh, people that we was with was like, oh, shit, that's a big step. They was with me all the way until I did that country song around a bunch of black mm. folks. But so the fuck what? I I, I ride in my own goddamn lane. Goddamn it! I like I like. We gonna talk about that. Every time I do karaoke, I do some country. It's just wonderful. Right? Yeah, we gonna talk. We gonna talk about that later on. That's gonna come later on in the goddamn story. podcast. But at the end of the day, you gotta do what makes you happy. And if you're not if you're not gonna do what makes you happy, more than likely you're gonna either die young. Or drag everybody around you down into the, the negative shit, the negative aura that you have right. around yourself. Right. Um, let's. Okay. What you think about? Well, not what you think about, but how do you uh, handle your clients when it comes to uh, following up? Because I feel like follow the money is in the follow up. Um, when you meet somebody, you go get business cards. Or you just meet them out in the street and you tell them about your business and whatnot. 
Um, I think a lot of people fail in the follow up. Um, so what are your thoughts about that? And then I can give you uh, my feedback after you say your thing. Well, I be honest with y'all, my follow up sucks. I don't follow up with nobody until they become a client. And I and I well, I, I'm gonna take that back. I follow up people who I believe gonna become a client. But what I've learned is I'm trying to I'm, I gotta follow up with everybody. Cause everybody's a potential client, right? You just gotta speak to them a little differently. Like I like right now, I have a client I'm following up with right now, and I it's like I said, I gotta show up at his door because. He's not going to, his doctor ordered. The doctor already ordered for him to see me. But he's like, uh, I get to you when I ain't busy. No, motherfucker, we're going to get this shit going now because your health is on the line. And I take I take this shit personally. So, um, but as far as my follow-up with, like, new potential clients, I'm I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better at it. I'm being honest with you. It took Smitty just to keep Putting that shit in my ear and teaching me about cold leads and hot leads. I ain't know none of this shit. I'm learning as I go. You know what I'm saying? This is a podcast. Teach. <laughs> Y'all going to learn from my mistakes. I promise you. So I, I make them. Right. I, and I don't have no problem making those mistakes because it's a learning process. So um, on my follow-up game, is a little weak. I'm working on it. That's all. Um, yeah, so to go, to go with that. Um, I think uh, the money is, like I said, the money is in the follow-up. Uh, me, I treat every client like it's my last client um, or or last potential client. I'm going to show as much attention to them as I would a high-end paying client because I believe in building relationships. Uh, I believe in getting to know people before you sell to them. Because people only buy from people that they sell. Um, people only buy from the people that they feel comfortable with. Um, that's just a that's just a fact. And that's brand recognition. Yeah, that's just a, one. That's just a fact. So the the money's in the follow up, yo. So when you go into these conferences or a summit or expo or something like that, or you just telling people about your business, you get that business card. Y'all swap business cards. And whatnot. If you don't have a business card, make sure you have something to write with. Get the information, and just send them an email. Just say, "Hey, it was beautiful talking to you." You know, whatever topic that was, it was beautiful talking to you. And just let them know that you appreciate that that time that they spent. Because as entrepreneurs, we all know that time is the most valuable thing that we have. It value more than money. It value more than any asset. That you have, it is your primary valuable thing. So it's your most valuable product that you have as an entrepreneur is time. So just make sure you just take time out and show love to the people that you um, that you meet because you never know who they know that can probably be one yes away to get you to your goals, man. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, I remember all you need is one yes. Yeah. One one yes can can cause your dream can can turn your dream into a reality. One dream. One, yeah, one dream. One, one yes. One dream right now. One dream. But what I want to say is that I want to definitely uh, give a shout out to the women because we def- oh, yeah. we don't have a woman guest today. We do not have a woman guest. We don't have a woman guest today. And, and when I. And we don't. No, we don't. I'm, I want. I'm glad you said that, yeah. because you know, 
when I was talking about all those people around me who was doctors and lawyers yes. and IT and all this stuff, yes. it was women, black oh. women out, oh. doing their thug dizzle. What? They weren't white men? They wasn't white men. Really? Nope. It was like it was it was like a it it was like a uh It was like what? Trying to figure this shit out, trying to do the ratio. It was twenty women and five five black men. <laughs> wow. So You made that many. I, I met that many women last night doing they the dizzle. Like they was they out here just being great in their own skin, having a good time. A few of them got mad at, mad at me after the country song, but you know me, I, right. I, I don't give a shit. It's all, it's all right, man. And they appreciated the fact that I didn't give a shit because they're like, hey, you in your own lane, brother. You're in your own lane. But right. that, that's, how, that's how it got to be. So it's Women's Appreciation Month, and yes. we still you still appreciate every woman doing their thing out yes, here. Yes, we do. It's we Orlando, and they, Orlando, and they are in charge. Yes. They so if you can't if you can't do business with women without you know the extra stuff <laughs> yeah without the extracurricular the extracurricular stuff then stay at the factories yes because stay at the factories. that's where all the dudes at that, yes well no take that back it's a lot of dudes out here doing their thug dizzle too um, I don't like I said I got a lot of feedback about me criticizing dudes. But I don't really give a fuck about criticizing dudes because y'all ain't really doing shit. Cause I'm watching all these women be empowered. Yeah. <laughs> and then and they looking for a dude to come out looking. and do the same thing. They looking for you to step out there out your comfort zone. See, yeah. guys have either fallen this line of um I work all the time mm -hmm. and I and I pay the bills, so mm -hmm. you need to just be happy. And or they just ain't shit. And they right. just be like, Well, I tried. Right. Like, and you can't just try no more. This is 2019. Trying is for trying for losers. Right. But um, yeah, you can't try. Can't try. You just gotta do. You gotta be like Nike. Can't just do it later. Right. Definitely. Definitely can't. Definitely can't. Man, De I definitely uh uh realize that and uh, second that motion that you just put out there. Um, you you gotta you gotta put it forward, man. It's just. You know, you got to, and what a lot of people don't understand is that when it comes to this entrepreneur stuff, um, you got to, you got to put it first. First. You got to, you got to, you got to be that act first. You got to help people get to their goals so you can get to yours. Right. There's really no way around it because as human beings, we are people that like to engage with others that's just how we built that's how we built and the only way you're going to get to your goals is if you engage with other humans this is not a selfish industry if you want yeah. to be selfish stay at your job yeah <laughs> like, if you want to, yeah if yeah, you want to be selfish you you gotta stay there you, because you have to you got to pay it forward each one um, teach one yeah you have to um there's really no other way um and any entrepreneur that you talk to that's one of the influencers quote-unquote uh, they'll tell you the same thing. They'll tell you their struggles, how they, when they first started, um, year one, three, five, seven. And they will tell you all the time that they had to sacrifice, all the sweat equity they had to put in. And a lot of, a lot of people don't realize that. They just think that it's me, me, me. Like, I can just tell you an example right now because I just, um, 
I went out and seeked a um, uh, some some guys that do uh, that's in the music scene uh, in Orlando, really heavy and whatnot. Good good group of men. I'm not I can't I can't shame them for anything they do because they be hustling and whatnot. But we and we had a couple meetings face to face. I went to the office and whatnot, and we actually had a real conversation uh, just about the landscape when it comes to just men and whatnot. And and we just had those conversations. Like I wanted to do a deal with them that day. We I I, did, I, I had a proposal ready. Um, I presented it, uh, explained it, and everything. But they really was just like, eh, all right. So I was uh, I fell back on it, but I always followed up with them every month just to see how they was doing. Uh, whatever they had on Instagram, I did more. I hit a like button, but then again I commented and whatnot, so they knew that I was paying attention to what they were mm -hmm. doing. Fast forward, fast forward all of that. Um, they reached out to me and they were just like, Bro. "Sorry about the door." Yeah, they reached out to me. And they was just like, hey, I need this video, this wedding video edited, man. Um, I got a, I got a timeline on six days because we booked. I got to shoot more weddings. Can you do this? And I was just like, yeah, bro, I'll do it for you. And whatnot, I'll do it for you. I went on ahead and did the edit. Sent them the first draft. Right? He loved it. Notice that I didn't even say invoice. I didn't even send an invoice. I didn't send a proposal because I knew the product that I had on that first on that first draft was gonna make it because it was gonna be the the one they see because he already seen my work. He already knew my worth and whatnot. So I gave him the first draft off rip. You know, he could have been like, "Oh, thank you for that first draft," and just sent it to his client and got paid for it and they didn't pay me nothing. But he know me because I uh, because I established that relationship on the previous meetings that we had, planted that seed. And now he was like, "Oh, bro, I just had two more weddings I'm booked for. I'm about to I'm about to shoot you those two too. If you could turn it around the same uh, same amount of time, we good. We gonna do business like that." And that took that took about four months to get to to the point that that just happened to me last week and i did the video this week along with the other videos i had to do so i pushed this up to the top because i knew they are a valuable asset when it comes to this entrepreneur stuff because they know everybody in the city they've been doing it for six seven eight years already right. they've right. been in the scene relationships just, are important yeah i'm just starting i'm just starting out in this uh central florida scene so i was like all right back bro and that's about that's just about paying it forward, man. It's just about building a relationship, showing people what you can do, and not really asking or begging for it. Just like, hey, just keep putting your stuff out, keep doing your thing, and uh, build uh, relationships with other people. Content is key. Content, uh, content is definitely uh, key, and it's the king, as we say in our industry. Um, you just got to keep going. Keep going because you never know. Because people are going to come back because needs change all the time in business. It always evolves. It's just like technology. It always evolves. And you never know when people might need your services. So you always got to be opportunity ready. Exactly. Always, always got to be opportunity ready. 
And that's uh, one thing I have a to A wise person once told me mm-hmm. that if you stay ready, uh, you don't have to get ready. I think I might have told <laughs> you that. It wasn't you this time. You, know, <laughs> you told me that, but it was, I already knew that. Slango. But <laughs> it is a relationship you build. And we, and we, and we, haunt, every week we going to come with you about an entrepreneur experience. Because we deal with it yeah. every week. Listen, I mean, we shoot the shits and stuff, but this is really how I meet and go. Like, the first thing me and Smitty talk about every Friday, um, no matter what time of the day it is. Um, we gonna meet up on every Friday. So if any of y'all listening wanna chime in on any of our meetings on how it go, just call me on call us on the Thursday or Friday morning to figure out what time the meeting is. Cause we we talking about business first. Yeah. And then we get to the shits. Right. That's and, what this podcast is all about. And we're gonna get to the shits. We about to get to the shits right now. You'll be able to go back to the business thing on how you got to make these relationships last. Yeah. Because got you got to be. Got to. Okay, time out. Ready. Time, time out. Time out. Time out. I know I can't talk. So, <laughs> I know I'm not good at talking. I know I'm good. I fuck up on some words. And shit. Oh, so, man. the word I'm trying to say is. is is something else, but I'm gonna go with opportunity ready because Smitty. Opportunity ready. It's it's something else that I'm trying to say though. So uh, no, no, it's not. It's opportunity ready. You know this Tito's. I'm gonna tell you right now. Back to our sponsor. Hey, it gets you drunk. They but get you drunk. but so opportunity ready is last night. Even we were dealing with all these people. It was a bunch of you know. We went to the bar. We, no, it wasn't a bar. It's was spicy and juicy karaoke. It was a Cajun. Seafood. I don't have no idea what the restaurant is about because I can't eat nothing in the restaurant. Right. But they're doing karaoke. And when I do karaoke, I do country music because that's just in my blood. I'm coming out with an album June 2020. Me and my banjo is coming out. Me and my banjo. So I, I went and did my uh, country song. Now, you got to realize there's no white person in this bar. Mm-mm. It's a bunch of black folks mm. and seven Asians. Now, all the Asians are service. I understand yeah. why they had the Asian people because you had to they had to bob and weave yeah. through all the, the tall black people in in a, in the room, whatever, right? So I did this country song, completely shut the club, club down. Everybody looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Uh huh. That's part of life. You gotta just shut. You gotta shut the shit down when you walk in the room. You got to. You gotta shut the shit down when you walk in the room. You got to. If you if you can't be off the wall, be that. I bet you every person in that motherfucker, somebody recorded me. I'm on I'm on camera somewhere. Yes. I'm on the internet somewhere right now. Somewhere. Somewhere. Right. Take advantage of that. P- publicity is publicity. I told the motherfuckers my name twice just to make sure they got the shit right. I spelt my goddamn name that night. Uh, but it's all about what you like. You gotta be comfortable being yourself. As long as you're comfortable being yourself, you're Gucci. Right. You're Gucci. And in business, if you're not comfortable being yourself, look, everybody told me I should do a different song. Fuck them. Everybody told me I should have stayed in my job. And that shit was going to kill me. So fuck that shit, right. too. You got to just be real with yourself. And like I said, I, I appreciate you uh, going up there and singing your country song. I made a fool of myself, though. It was that story cool. was uh, pretty magnificent. It was. That, that uh, especially in a house full of black folks on country on karaoke night, they were, and they playing only trap, rap, and R and B, 
And you was just like, hey, we're going to flip the script. Flip that goddamn script. And we're going to do a whole 180. We're going to do some country. Exactly. But me personally, I think country and rap are the same thing. It, it used to be. I think country and rap are the same thing. They just got a small beat. Because when I heard Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Just thought about what all that. Just, <laughs> what? Is it? And then, even on the R&B tip, you can uh, go with what hurts the most. is being so close and having so much to say. You know what I'm saying? My fellow countrymen. Yeah. I feel that. But you see... It's, it's the same. Like, country and rap and the R&B is really the, the same, same thing. Because black, right. black folk created all these genres. They did. They, they did, but they don't teach us that. But they don't That's teach, they don't teach you that. I just found that they teaching that side note, schools are teaching kids these days that slaves volunteered to come to this country. Side note, that, that's a total other topic. It it just popped in my head when you're we talking about how black folks did everything, started everything. Yeah. Listen, they are literally teaching your kids. If you got a kid and he going to school, and they go, he or she going to school, they are saying. They they really it's real kind A's out here. They saying slavery was a choice that you came here for seven years. Now you gotta look this shit up. If you come here for seven years, you'll probably get all these freedoms. Africans made that choice to come here because they were seeking asylum from wherever they was back then. Right. Wherever they were. Right? The same thing four five trying to preach right now. See, this is, this is the shit we really talk about. This shit, we got to get into this shit. Because yeah. people don't understand. People don't, yeah. Facts. Yeah, that's... The facts. That's crazy. Speak, speaking of 4-5. Yes. We're going to talk say. about 4-5 a little bit. Okay. For people who don't know who the fuck 4-5 is, do your math, read some history. I'm not going to say the motherfucker name on my podcast. No, I don't no, believe no. in the motherfucker. Um, his tan is too bright, and he, he get paid way too much to go play golf. Yeah. But the wall that four five is building, <laughs> the wall four five is shutting down the government for. Yeah, it's getting torn down on the Mexican side and getting put around these motherfuckers' houses <laughs> as as defense system. He is giving these motherfuckers a security system on, on American tax dollar. And y'all like, well, and a white person told me the other day, what has 4-5 did? What, look at all the stuff 4-5 did with black people. What did he do? <laughs> but I also learned I also learned a little known, I understand why black people mad at Obama too. I do. I feel that. But I'm going to let y'all Google why black people really mad at Obama. Just look up Holocaust victims. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look up. Uh, it was another topic, but I don't really give a fuck about. Um, but yeah, Holocaust victims and then reparations and all that shit. How we paying Holocaust victims? And they got Germany. It was a Germany problem. That was. We paid Japan. You we paid Japanese people too. Yeah. Paid Japanese Americans. Yeah. If you ever want to wonder why. The structure of America is fucked up for black people. Follow them. Like yeah, that. yeah, man, because they just had to, they got to keep one type of people under oppression. One. And 
those type of people are us. You know, I definitely believe that before I was born, <clears throat> there was a there was a system that was in place to take out the black family, to have the black woman go against the black man, and create uh, systems to suppress the. That started in nineteen seventy. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely believe that. Um, and you know, just by doing research and figuring out, Woodstock was the beginning. Yeah, the crack epidemic in the eighties was to finish them, and then came, can't even, I can't even blame a bush on this one. Then came Quentin. That's why nobody trusts that hoe. Yeah. She could she couldn't keep a dick safe. She cannot keep a country safe at the same time. Yeah, thing. well that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, like I said, it's um it's been it's it's been like that. I definitely do believe it. But you know, I'm trying to um debunk and um not be not fall into that system. Um I like uh, you know, I love all the black women, I always praise them, give them big ups because they need it. But then at the same time, I need to do that for my male counterparts as well, too. I'm going to take that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to debunk his, his statement. Black women, you don't need us to validate what you're doing. You're doing it. <laughs> I said, you're going to do it regardless. Y'all been doing it. Y'all been doing it. Debunk that system. Hold on, we got. Hold on, oh, we get. We do have a woman on the guest. Yeah. We got somebody that's actually willing to step up to the plate. Step up to the plate. Can you introduce Ms. yourself, Miss April Jones? Hello, everyone. I'm April, and I was just over here snapping for Jose and that comment he just made. Could you say it one more time, please? I'm just saying, women <laughs> don't need. We don't va need validation. They don't, they don't need validation. None. And I feel like the black women feel like they do sometimes. <laughs> April's a different case. Yeah, a April needs validation for nothing. Validation a, for nothing. A whole different but case. it's like I talk to a lot of black women because that's you know I'm a massage therapist. That's what I do. I talk to people, and happens to be a, the majority of my clients can afford who can afford me are black women. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. But um, black women don't need validation no more. I think we. I think black women are seeking, uh, keep seeking validation, and uh, for something that they already accomplished. Like now, it's not the time to seek validation. It's the time to look within yourself and fit and show people that y'all run the world. It's just how it goes. And the first, the first female president is going to be black, but. Michelle's not running. So, if Michelle ran in 2020, if Michelle ran against, ran against Trump, everybody wanted another. Yeah, that shit crazy. But, <laughs> sorry about that. My bad. Side note. That was, that was a pause for a minute. But, yeah, back to, back to what I was saying. Listen, women appreciate money. It's, a, it's important. And I appreciate everything that a black woman does. My mother's black. I'm black. Any black man who doesn't appreciate a black woman is a fool. Shout and out to Uncle Ruckus. Shout out to oh. shout out to Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> we not shouting out Uncle Ruckus. We gotta shout out Uncle Ruckus. Uncle, yeah, Ruckus, Uncle Ruckus. Because four five made Uncle Ruckus relevant 
Fourth, Uncle Ruckus ain't nothing but Ben Carson. But we ain't talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> we not gonna. I mean, you can't say that, but oh, no. he ain't nothing but Ben Carson. I don't know why you niggas hate. Cause niggas have been held back for so long. You keep putting dudes, right. you keep putting the black male in jail. And we touched on this last week. Black males receive worse sentences, worse sentences than the white than their white counterparts every time. This it's not like once in a while. Every time a black woman is more likely to end up in jail for a lifetime. Talking about those women last week and their bribery charge. They not gonna get no time. None. Not one day in jail. They probably get probation for thirty days. Maybe. Maybe they gonna get. They shit gonna get thrown out. The guy who's in charge of the shit gonna he snitch. You know snitches. Get snitches. Not not in the white community. They don't get snitches <laughs> in the white community. Right. They get just, they get a vacation home. They do. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like we 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 as a black community, we need to come together. <laughs> but we need to put we we need to put the black woman first only because it's a necessary entity. Black women Man. run eh, you may I say that. I mean no. you gotta put them first. No, no, no. You I do. I wouldn't say that. You got to. There's no other that. choice. I wouldn't say that. When it comes to a partnership. Not even. Day, I'm not talking about a partnership. I'm just talking about. You got to go hand in hand because both of you guys got to support each other. We're not talking about a partnership. We're talking about in general. Yeah, in general, yes. I would love. I, yeah, I'm down for praising the black woman because I love black women. But at the same time, when it comes to like the power thing, it has to go. You, you have to be by each other's side because it has to be a uni, unified front. But that's not how things <clears throat> go. No, if no, no! It, it needs to go like that. It's that's not going. Go like, but so, so where in history have you found that? This it's is, not. It's where, never where, happened. Where, so where, I'm trying to tell you, this is, is this is how it got, has to go. Listen, the black women need to be black women need to be put up. Why at the is top. that? Because if you look at any revolution, I want, yeah, any war in any war, fine, cut that. If you go to just the black race in general, I'm listening. Just African American race. People of slave descendants in America right now, you see the black woman doing it first. Yeah, who let who the Underground Railroad was ran by who? Harriet Tubman. I don't know, I don't argue with people. Harriet with a shot. I'm just saying. Okay. Shout out to only the brave. But, <laughs> but I'm saying the black woman okay. is not like. But the black woman never tries to diminish the black man. I'm not, that's not that's not what I'm saying. I mean, it does happen and ever since Love and Hip Hop. But it's not like the black the black woman. I'm not talking about the black girls out here. I'm talking about black women. They don't try to diminish the black man. They just want the black man to meet them at an equal level. And that's why I'm saying it has to be a partnership. It, 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 yeah, it no, never be it a partnership. Can be. Show me, it can be. Give me a time in history when that's ever happened. Ever. Where, where a black Bible, man? mythology, whatever. Where... Everything was equal. Oh, this is my woman. This is my man. Whatever. We equal. There's always someone more there, stronger, whether it's strength-wise or mentally. Well, the man can be stronger uh, physically, but the woman can be stronger mentally. But that's still right there. There are... He has his uh, strengths and weaknesses. She has her strength and weaknesses. And if they put them together, 
as a united front, but you they talk, are more powerful you talk, than they are individually. You talking about a relationship? We talking about? We talking? We talking about? In general, like okay, you had well, okay. to put a black woman first. Harriet Tubman had to build those relationships to, for them people to trust her to go to the underground railroad. You talking about the black? We talking? So we, I, I get what you talking about. But okay. Harriet Tubman would just shoot motherfuckers like you gotta go. Okay, Nat Turner was doing the same thing. But Nat Turner didn't have a plan because he trust. Who did Nat Turner trust? If you would trust a woman, he would have got away. He trusted a nigga, and the nigga told, told him. <laughs> like, he trusted a light-skinned nigga the same damn time. I know that's a willingness. We're not going over there. We're not going over there. I know that's we're a willingness. We're, 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 we're not going to divide and conquer. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. We're not going to divide and conquer. We're not going to divide and conquer. We're not going to divide We're not. We're not. But listen. I think what Jose's trying to say is, in the grand scheme of things, black women are not held to the esteem that we should be held to. Not I even, not even done. should. They deserve. No, no, no. I think, I think, I definitely think y'all are. No, they're not. I definitely think. Pay, if you pay attention. you feel that way. Do you really feel yeah, that? Yes. I mean, you're going to build, yes. build your own grave on this. No, local. I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm not. I refuse no, to believe that black women are treated. Listen. Are you, do you, are you aware that listen. black women, judges who are black, Get paid less than their white counterparts we right now. We are the total poll of national race. We are the lowest on the poll. That's because we always, they... the, the reason why, the reason why that we always, that the black woman is at the low, at the low end of the totem pole because they always trying to build, they always trying to have a seat at the fucking table. The women that's out Ooh, there building out. the motherfucking table, they don't worry about that shit. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Oprah worries about it. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oprah does worry about it. No, you know why Oprah, Oprah used to have dinner with her That's an identity Oprah crisis. Oprah just did a whole... Oh, that's an identity crisis. Wait, Oprah doesn't... That that's an identity, that's a, that's a identity crisis. How? Because... Oprah, listen, had, Oprah the, the wealthiest woman listen, in America, is having an identity crisis. I can't, even take, I can't even take Oprah seriously. Okay. For real. After... After I, the shit that she I do not done, agree with these statements. That's fine. You don't <laughs> not, have to. I don't agree with not to. take Oprah seriously. I take Oprah seriously. I don't I don't take Oprah seriously. She's not a part she's not a part of the but black she, agenda. She's not a part of the black agenda. But okay, so run, how you going how you But she runs the black agenda though. There are some things, even though she may not be a part of the black agenda, she's still kind of leading the way she's, for other people that are for the black agenda to get in there. Right. Oh, when she hang when she hanging around, she hanging around those same people. That's not getting convicted for those sexual crimes, but you got Jesse and R. Kelly being smothered and covered. Oh, Jesse needs to be smothered and covered. Okay. He's out there lying. Don't but use so, those two so examples. Right, Kelly, no, 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 I am going to use those. Because if she, if she kicking it with Weinstein and she kicking it with homeboy from House of Cards, what's his name? Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Why? Why is she not interviewing them niggas? But she did. Why? No, 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 no. She, she didn't. She, she, no, she, she did. didn't. Jesse. She didn't. First of all, okay. I got. Listen. I had a role world now. I, I was on because you know me. I'm. I be. I be I'm a listen, pro. I I'm pro know. black everything. So I did a rundown on this shit. I did a rundown because I was getting. I was. I was. I was talking about it on social media. Oprah's not a part. And of they. Moment. No, she is. No, she, she's not. They had a whole show on all. Don't show. be confused. No, really, she did. Literally, she Don't did. Don't be confused. Listen. Bro. I'm gonna show you the fact after we get it's done. A Jedi mind trick. No, listen. Okay. Right? right. So I found out Harvey Win Harvey Weinstein is like the what's the beginning of the uh Me Too movement. 
Mm. That's where it all began. Harvey Weinstein. They did between 2017 and now they did 2017 they did like eight specials on surviving Harvey Weinstein. Eight specials. They did even our own. They did a lot of specials on the shit. I got I got the picture. And um all these white people we talking about, all the people, but the only difference, the only, the only difference is the white people just lost their jobs. The black people, gonna they going to jail. jail. That's the only thing. R. Kelly, R. Kelly thought he can do be Elvis Presley. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby thought he can be Harvey Weinstein and get away with it. That's it. That's the only difference. The only difference is because I because I have a because I, I have. Uh, I had 5,000 followers, so I started this podcast, and then all of a sudden, people start weaning themselves out, because I was, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I lost a few friends. I'm sorry. It's okay. I I, I knew they was gonna, I knew they were going to get out. But, we're going to continue this shit. Uh, skr, skr. I'm going to skr. You're right. Skr, skr, my ass. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so we spent, so it's real out here. Like, it's, it's black, we have to put the black woman first. And I only say we had to put the black women first because they was they they've been last. Black men have never been last. No, black men never been. Last. And I feel are like last. never been last. Or black men are they targeted, but they're not no, no, last. No, no. You guys are targeted because this, 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 this when there's a man is. in the house that creates family. So yes. in order to kill the population, they they put you guys okay. in jail. Yes, so you are that's, a target, that's last. but you are not last. Not you last. are a target, no, but you look are not the, last. Look at the structure. Look at look at the structure right now as we see it. If we look at the structure got, right listen, now, listen. it's every is every is the white man, every other race, black uh, every other race male dominant white woman. You wrong, and I hate, oh. and I lo- I love it when people say that because all right, black people are not last; they're in front of Puerto Ricans and, and, and Mexicans. Are we? We are. How we males are definitely in front of Puerto Rican males and Mexicans. How? If if the only way the only reason the only reason we we feel like we're not because of the infrastructure the family in, infrastructure for those cultures, only reason you're not telling me how black men black men make up the most prison population true, but black men also make more mo- 